Our culture might be telling you that your small daily choices don't matter, but every daily sip, bite, song, walk, prayer, chat, and snooze doesn't amount to nothing. It amounts to eternity. Welcome to the Daily Nothings Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Roach. Let's dive into what our world thinks means nothing. Hello, everyone. What is up? What is up, you guys? Megan, what is up? I have so many things that I did before this podcast that as I was doing them, I was like, Megan's going to think this is hysterical. So I want to know, <laughs> before I share, I want to know what is up. What is the 411? What is the hot goss? What is the virtuous news? What is the tea that you're spilling on yourself and others? Share it with the class. Well, <laughs> I... I don't know. I feel like I am just living the most <laughs> boring life. Right no. Now. I'm like, what did I do today? Um, I went on a walk with my friend Neat. Ava. Shout yeah, out, you Ava. Did. Got some coffee. Yes. Hung out of with course. my mom. Got Love some Of course. Made some dinner. Watched some reels on my phone oh my god so i literally have nothing to report in this moment right now so i think (laughs) i think you should tell the class whatever exciting things you were doing because it sounds a little more exciting you know i can i'll be the star for a second it's fine i appreciate it i want to celebrate the mundane life that you just lived today it was normal and that's amazing Okay, it is, it so is you're not good. boring. No, it is good. It's just... It is good. I just have a feeling you might have something a little more fun to share. <laughs> well, I do. And yeah. I... It all is just what I did after work today. So I worked today, of course. You yeah. Know, it's a weekday. Yeah. And then after work, I zoomed over to the nail salon yeah. to get my nails done. And it was... It was amazing because yesterday I tried to get my nails done. It didn't work out. Long story short, they were slammed. I said, yeah. I'll come back tomorrow. I get there. My girl sees me. She goes, oh, I'm so sorry about yesterday. Come on. Come in seat one, which I don't know if this is how y'all's nail salons are, but the front seats, that's where the action is. That's mm-hmm. where the top tier nail salon girlies are yeah and then the farther back you go the more they're willing to hide what they're going to do to your hands okay i've learned this okay i'm a regular goer i'm a regular nail salonist and so i was in chair one and that is the premier chair and correct and she did a really fantastic job but i just want to give a quick shout out to all the men out there that have the boldness and cojones to go to a nail salon by themselves (laughs) And get a pedicure because there was one gentleman that clearly had never done it before in his life. And then there was another gentleman that came in, all both within my manicure, that they, one, knew what he was doing. Okay. And he was not afraid. And the other did not know what he was doing. And it showed. And this is just the power of um, confidence that I witnessed today. Yeah. Homeboy one was a suburban dad. He had the shoes. He was wearing flip-flops, cargo shorts, a USA graphic tee, a Florida Siesta key ball cap. (laughs) He had a hat that said, you were not born to suffer. Or not a hat, a book. Did I say a book? He had a book that said... You were not born to suffer that he was reading. And he brought in a Trenta. Yes. Trenta oh, strawberry acai refresher with lemonade. Serious? And I knew it was with lemonade because it was opaque. Oh, and I gosh. thought, 
I respect this man. And he was there for not only a pedicure, but also a manicure, ladies. I love it. And I was like, yes. I love that. Yes, dad. Go ahead. And of course, he had to slide in there the comment about... Don't forget the the hot pink nail polish. And oh, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, these poor, amazing nail salon girlies. Yes. I want to know how many times men come in and say that joke. Don't forget Every the hot pink nail polish. Every single time, without I a would doubt. just want to punch myself in the face. But regardless, <laughs> I respected him. The other man, I just wanted someone to help him out because yeah. he went in. He went in with his girlfriend and... The girlfriend should have been helping him out. Yeah. He had no idea what he was doing. And poor guy had, what do they call it when you can see half of someone's butt crack? Plumber? Yeah, plumber crack? crack, yeah. Sure. Homeboy mooned the salon. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, no, we all oh, see no. you front and center. No. This is clearly your first pedicure. And I just saw half of your butt. Oh. I don't know if you can get up from this one. Oh, no. I don't know if you can get up from this one. That's so And then he just was, like, blushing, and I had the secondhand embarrassment, and I was like, oh, no. Lord, have mercy on him and make this an enjoyable experience, and also please whip his girlfriend into shape. Why did she not... Take, tell him this is how it's gonna go right honey pull up your pants <laughs> like are we serious anyway i made so dead funny. i made a locking eye contact with a mother that was in the seat next to him and we oh. both just smiled and shook our heads like, yeah, like oh no and it was it was a nice moment of community so amidst, amidst the crew funny. but i selected a color that really does it shines it's great it's kind of like an orangey red i'm getting nice Crisp. I'm getting honey crisp. I love right? it. Like that's, that's kind of the vibe we're looking for right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan, and my girl Mindy, she Mindy. said this is such a great color for this season. It's not too dark, but it's also not too bright. And I said, "You're right, Mindy. Mm. You're right." But the fun doesn't stop there, kids. Then I got in the car and I had the song "I Want You Back" from NSYNC in my head, and I thought to myself. We all know they're up to something. I think that oh, everyone's right. smelling a reunion tour. Right. I'm pretty thrilled about it. I'm going to I'm going to see how much NSYNC I actually know right. because I was a Backstreet I was a Backstreet Boys girly. Like Fair. through and through. Yeah. Through and through tried and yeah. true. Yeah. I bled blue. I was <laughs> a Backstreet Boys girly. Girl. <laughs> I lied to all of my grade school friends that I was a backup dancer and they all stupidly believed me oh, at the right age of 7. My. Gosh. Absolutely. And so I was like, how much NSYNC do I know? And then there were absolute bangers coming oh, really? on. Like when, oh my goodness, when Justin Timberlake goes, dirty pop, I, I died. <laughs> I was like, this is music. This wow. is music. That's exciting. It was amazing. That and I mean, the song that I had in my head, I still have in my head. Like, yeah. You know, I want you back. So tell yeah. me what to do now. I, oh my gosh. I was like, this is it. And these men unapologetically, again with the confidence, were sequins, were blue. Yeah. Danced, danced, danced. During pop, which is the song that is dirty pop. Yeah. Justin Timberlake goes, oh, I'm tired of singing. And then there's <laughs> just a dance section. That's yeah. it. It's just groovy music. And yes. I was 
dancing so hard in my car. It was like the first time I'd heard a boy band. I was like, God, you are so good. Thank you for creating NSYNC. Thank you for bringing them together. Oh, my gosh. How... I was not expecting you to say any of that. So I know you weren't, so because we funny. talked before I went to the nail salon, and yeah. I was like, this has been the greatest two hours of my life. Yeah, seriously, my goodness. I am having a swell Thursday afternoon, and wow. I just wanted to share it all with you guys. None of what I just shared has anything at all whatsoever to do with the topic that we've no. selected today. I do have so a Megan, note. I do have a note oh, based sure. on your story. I was going to say, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, yep. thank you. So... When you were talking about the men in the nail salon, it reminded me, um, for my wedding day, my father went and got a manicure. (laughs) I forgot about this. It is is the funniest thing that has ever happened. It's absolutely random. He's not he's not the kind of man to get a manicure or a pedicure. But that's the kind of energy that Mr. Strawberry Acai was giving. He was giving he was giving Tim. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And you know, Tim walked in there with all the confidence in the world. There was nothing Absolutely. about him. Talking that was to feeling, every single person oh, in the salon. Yeah. Making I friends. I love that man. It Absolutely. Is, it was so funny. I just remember him like showing me his nails. I'm like, what? He's like, I got him buffed. I'm just like, are you serious? He's like, for your wedding. I'm like, no one's going to be looking at your hands during my wedding, but this is great. It was it was one of the greatest gifts I he could ever him. give me. I know. Oh my gosh. So that random. is so good. I always forget that he did that, but it's like it's a great his nails little gesture. Good. They did. He showed them. Smart. He showed them to me. Yeah. And I was like, these look amazing, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> and we did what we do best. We went back and forth with yeah. our remarks. Uh-huh. Oh I my gosh. It. I love it. That's rich. That oh, is so geez. rich. Anyway, <laughs> so um, the topic today is living in reality. The topic today is a reality check. I feel like yeah. we can segue and be like, all you men out there. Let's take a moment of reality and look at our nails. Let's look at our fingers. Yeah. Let's look at our toes. What do we need to be doing about that, gentlemen? (laughs) What do we need to be doing about that? Buff it out, people. We need to buff it out. Absolutely. So, Megan, um, you want to introduce this topic? Because I'm just in Justin Timberlake land right now. Yeah, you just sing Mm -hmm. sing your little song over there. I will. I will. (laughs) I hope I can apply so many lyrics to this episode. That will be so fun. Do as many as you can. I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Yeah. So, basically, this topic came from just conversing with Courtney about... I feel like we just had a couple instances where... There was just this one instance this week where you kind of like made something up in your head about how I was feeling about a situation. Yes. When it wasn't, it was not true at all, but there was just some chaos and I didn't like respond. And I knew it wasn't true. And that's the thing too. I knew it wasn't true. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. But you had like made up a narrative because of the way I like did or didn't respond to something. I wrote a short story. You, and it was probably really interesting to listen to in your brain. I'm sure. Yeah, I had it on repeat. It left you feeling anxious and scared. And <laughs> Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. <laughs> and you reached out to me and you're just like, hey, I just have to like get this off my chest. I'm sure this isn't true, but this is how I'm feeling Can you just let me know if this is real or not? And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is not real at all. I'm so sorry you feel this way. I should have responded differently. This is not true. This is just what happened. 
And I feel like you're like, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, this yes. is like what has been going on in my brain for the past few weeks of just like thinking, like making up a story about something because you heard one little thing. One and, little snippet of information. Yeah. Half a and, nugget. And it's, it's literally nothing. And then you've written a story and now you're living in that story as if it is true and real. Correct. And Correct. it's, so you're literally anxious about something that is fake. That doesn't exist. It's not real. And it I feel literally like, doesn't exist. <laughs> no, it's not even a real thing. And so now you're upset for no reason. And it's just like, what has Satan twisted for us? Totally. It's like, it's one thing to be anxious about something that's real. It's another right. to be anxious about something that's not real. That and literally doesn't exist. Again, no, I'll say it. Say it again. Yeah. So I feel like this is just a really good topic because I think people do this all the time, myself included. I'm just like, one, living in anxieties of things that aren't real, but also just not living in the present moment and not right. living how do you say it? Like your mind is not where your feet are. Yeah. Live yeah. where your feet are, not where your mind is. That's, That's something it. that I always say to myself. And it's really remarkable because I feel like the daily nothing that we're discussing here is not only reality, but also anxiety yeah. because it's become such a social norm to be like, oh, I'm just so anxious. And then everyone's like, same girl. And we move on when that's literally something that the Lord says, have no anxiety about anything at all. Like yeah. it's like not supposed to be a part of our daily lives. Yeah. And we all are just anxious and being like, yep, anxious girlies. Time for our Lexapro. Can't wait to take drugs later. I mean, that yeah. in not a funny way, but like. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm on medication. But it's like yeah. we have all of these like social norms around anxiety. And it's like, hold on. When did this become something that was just like, oh, yeah, it's nothing. Like when we were little kids, Megan, obviously we were also children. So we didn't yeah. really know much at all. But I don't remember there being such a normal tone around anxiety and depression. It was like if you Definitely had anxiety not. and depression, it was like a big deal. And yeah. you were diagnosed with it. And it was taken very seriously. And it's still taken seriously in a right. different way, but I also feel like it's like, yep, everyone has it, and right. it's just, it's different. It's just yeah. kind of, we're in a different era of it, I think, and yeah. so and touching like, on that, too, I think yeah. is important. And I think it's like the stigma of it all has been taken away so people can be more open and honest, but I think... Right, which is great. Which is great, but I think at the yeah. same time, society is more anxious all the time. Anyway, Absolutely. like on top of... All the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all the time, every day, everywhere. And we just joke about it and move on. Yeah, exactly. And that's not the point. And I think it's just so unique because we create scenarios that don't exist. I know I've said that six times, but no, we literally, yeah. our brains are so powerful that we hear like a mustard seed sized portion of information. Yep. And then... We take that little mustard seed straight to the farm yep. and we harvest that mustard seed and we water the crap out of it and we <laughs> stare at it and we're yeah. like, why aren't you growing faster? Why aren't you growing faster? I told you what to do, blah, 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 blah. It's control. It's using our willpower. It's not surrendering anything at all whatsoever. It's yeah. anxiety. It's like all of this and all Satan wants you to worry about is that mustard seed when Jesus is like, sis, turn around. Look at this lush garden that I planted for you. And you're like, I've already seen it. I want to stare at this mustard seed. And it's so stupid that we do that all the time in many different degrees at work, 
in relationships, within your own personal mental health, at the store because of the way a Lululemon worker looked at you. All of this (laughs) stuff that's just so unnecessary. And so I thought it would be kind of fun and just reflective for Megan and I to share a few scenarios, just one each, just one, just one little mustard seed each of a situation where we how did I even put it? Blow it out of proportion, write a story, completely live outside of reality and how that went. Yeah. I think, so I have a scenario that kind of hits two different points that we're trying to make actually. So when we first were discussing this, I was like, I feel like the time when I was not living in reality the most is when Jake and I were in a long distance relationship. Scary. Um, yeah, we were in the first two years of our relationship were long distance, which is absolutely insane to think about. I always forget that y'all did that. I don't know no, why. No, I know. It's like insane. It's absolutely, yeah. it's ridiculous. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, first of all, it's like when you're in a long distance relationship, it's really difficult to live in reality and like actually be present to where you are because it's like, it feels like your other half isn't there. So you're just thinking about them and wishing that they were right. there and like it it was just so hard to be present on campus as a missionary because I was just like, I, you want to be like, once you start entering into your vocation, you're just like, that's all I want to pursue. It's like what we were made for. And it was, that was really difficult to like be present. And like when those times when I would, you know, like let that go and actually just enter into what I was doing and put my phone away and like not waiting for a text or a call to come in and just like let him know like hey I'm gonna be busy for this amount of time or whatever so he's not gonna text me and I could just like be present in my situation it just like it literally took anxiety away because when you're waiting on a text or a phone call (laughs) it's like yeah you're like don't know how to be patient it's just like the worst it's just like the worst thing ever. Absolutely. It's the worst. And then on top of that, next thing, when you're in a long distance <laughs> relationship and let's say I send him a text in the morning, like, good morning. And he doesn't text me back for five hours. Sure. What am I doing for the next five hours? Like, absolutely. Wondering if he's going to break up with me. With your break. Absolutely. <laughs> like, he hates me. He doesn't, doesn't want to be with me anymore. Like, if he, he couldn't cared, care less he would about have me. Texted me. Absolutely. It's if like, he wanted to, he yeah. would. And so he doesn't want to. Therefore, he yep. hates me. And we don't stand a chance. And it's all because we're long distance. Oh, my stars. I mean, yeah. I could write a short story. Exactly. And it's like, he yeah. texts me later and it's like, oh, I left my phone charger at so and so's house and my phone died. It, it's like, I made up a story that was not even close to reality. It was way more interesting than that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, (laughs) it is just actually, it's just insane what we do. And I think after you listen to your story, I like almost want to just talk about the lack of patience that is involved in this entire thing. (laughs) That's so applicable to my story. Well, I... I think it is so relatable because I think the anxiety comes from I want the answer right now. Of course. And because I don't have it, I'm making up a scenario because my brain needs something. And if we could just be patient. I'm so excited to hear your your story now, Courtney. But I'm like, this is, I think the solution is patience. But hit us with your story. I want to hear it. Okay, so I'm going to take you guys back to when I was probably between seven and eight years old. Okay, Okay, fine. 
And I'm going to tell you a little story about a band called the Newsboys. Megan, okay. are you familiar? Not really, no. Not really, no. Um, so the Newsboys, they were a Christian rock band. Okay. And I, as well as my entire family, was severely obsessed with the Newsboys. I honestly don't know if I could tell you off the top of my head how many times we saw them when I was a kid. Wow. And they had this one song called Breakfast in Hell. Okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> At that point in the concert, everyone whipped out their empty Captain Crunch boxes and put them on top of their head. I'm not kidding. <laughs> what? Oh my God. I'm not kidding at all. What? Okay, I did okay. this multiple times. Wow. I'm not telling. This is not fake. This is reality. <laughs> okay. okay. This is some weird 90s Protestant crap you're hearing. Okay. And the chorus went... Um, I'm going to, I'm going to look up the lyrics actually. Yeah. No, you need to get this perfectly straight because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Not to be Let judgmental. Let me type it in. Breakfast <laughs> in hell. News boys. I'm like just trying to picture the situation and I'm just, it, I, it like comes up as a cartoon in my head. It's like, this can't be real. Get ready. Here the, here's the chorus. Okay. When the toast has burned and all the milk has turned and Captain Crunch is waving farewell. <laughs> Wait, I'm not done. Okay. When the big one finds you, big one being Jesus, okay. may this song remind you that they don't serve breakfast in hell. Oh. <laughs> I'm not joking, Megan. Okay, it's a good message, a good reminder, people. Sure, okay, they're, we'll take they're reminding it. you. They're reminding you that hell is not a fun place to be. No. There's no Captain Crunch down there. No. Anyway, so anyway, we went to a lot of these concerts, okay. and because it was the Newsboys and not Shania Twain, there typically weren't that many people there. Sure, it was large, but it wasn't massive, yeah. Yeah. and. We almost always had seats that were pretty close to the stage because, okay. again, not that big of a situation. Yeah. And I saw a video once at church where they, this is so funny, <laughs> where they called a little girl up on stage oh. and they had her sing Breakfast in Hell. Oh. And I was terrified. That and that doesn't make sense. You. Wait for it. That okay, doesn't okay. make any sense knowing me right. because I loved being a You're star. A star. Yeah. But when it came to the newsboys, that <laughs> terrified me. Like to the point of like I couldn't talk about concerts. I was <laughs> I was terrified. No. I would get nauseous. I would be so scared and I would try to explain it to my parents and they were like, We don't understand. <laughs> You're not going to get called on stage. <laughs> <laughs> to sing Breakfast in Hell. This okay. isn't going to happen. And I was like, yes, it is. I'm so scared. I cannot go. I refused to go. And if we did, I think we went once during my fear and we like went in the back or something. I don't oh even know. Gosh, I don't remember wow. that. But it was this absolutely like, I remember as a child 
fantasizing and having nightmares. God God is my witness yeah. about me being near the stage and them seeing me because I knew all of the words and them pulling me up on stage and then me not knowing the words or knowing the words and sounding terrible. And like, this is supposed to be something fun. This is right. supposed to be something that little kids hope and dream for. Yeah. To be called on stage for the newsboys. But <laughs> I was petrified and it's because I saw a video where a girl this ha- this happened to right probably yep. once in yeah. their entire career they've done this as the newsboys yeah but I was like that will happen to me I told myself that will happen to me there's no way around it this is the this is the reality of my life now yeah. <laughs> if I go to a newsboys concert this is going to happen to me and there's no way around it I didn't choose this. It chose me. That's that. And that sucks, but that's just the way that it is. And, like, every concert outside of Newsboys, there was also fear of, like, this could happen. Oh, man. This is a possibility. I mean, to think that I had a fear of concerts as a child because of this scenario. That I wrote about my own life that no one ever told me this is going to happen to you. It was crippling, truly, as a child. It was crippling fear. And I was like, how many times in my life, in my 28 years, have I done that to different degrees with different scenarios? Like, where you just see one thing that's supposed to be a good, or maybe it's not, right? Maybe it's not. Sure. But you see one thing that's supposed to be a good, and before before you know it, you've made it the scariest, uncontrollable mind racing, lack of sleep, nauseating experience of your life because of a situation that didn't happen to you, nor ever will. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a traumatic thing that I saw. Like it was a beautiful, fun moment. Right. You know, it's just so unique how our minds work. Yeah. And so when you were talking about patience, I was just laughing because I was like, Yeah, if I would have just had patience and, like, I don't know, done many, many logical things, ask my parents about it, if that could ever happen to me, (laughs) go to a concert and be proven wrong, um, I don't know, like, anything, just wait it out, but little court was so scared, where now I'm like, pick me, choose me, I mean, all the time, so... I just think it's so funny, and I was trying to think of my scenario while I was getting my nails done and watching Mr. Butt Crack, and that's what <laughs> popped into my head. So you're very that welcome. Is, that is really, it's funny. It is also a little sad because I'm like, oh, poor yeah. little Courtney just being so scared of getting little called Court on stage. Little Court was really, really, really scared of that. Like, really terrified. Yeah. It was my whole world. Like, I remember for a while that it was my whole world. That's insane. I was yeah. so scared about it. Yeah. Wow. Like, I well, couldn't listen yeah. to their music without being nauseous. Like, oh I was God, so scared. <laughs> it's just like, what? How do our brains do this? It's just, yeah. it's wild. It really is. Yeah. So, no, and it's yeah. like, that's a really good extreme example, but I feel Thank like you. these. These thoughts of just things that aren't real just come up all the time. Just, I feel like especially, I feel like the big one is like, oh, this person is really mad at me and Mm. they hate me and that's why they didn't respond. And you make, you just really project something onto someone else 
when they've done nothing and it's like okay sure maybe it's true but you don't know that so why are you deciding Uh, yeah but it's like why are you deciding that that is reality right like why also it's like you get to choose which in in a situation where you don't know the result like this person didn't text me back there's two options one they hate me and that's why they're not texting me back or two they forgot to text me back and they still really like me you can choose to be i mean the better place is to just be like i don't know but if you're going to choose a reality you could choose the one where like they probably just forgot to text me back but why do we always go to the other one where we're like they hate me we chose that why do we choose the one that's going to make us upset it's so All of weird. the time. Yeah. Or you're at work and your boss says something back to you just like a little half sassy. And then right. the rest of the day, oh, you're yeah. like, I'm getting fired. Yep. When like maybe, I don't know, any anything else could be yeah. happening. They could have poop cramps. <laughs> they could have gotten a frustrating text from their husband. Yeah. They could be distracted and angry about anything that... I mean, it's like we make it all about ourselves. It's all about us. It's all about us all the time. And that is what causes us to literally shut down at a moment's notice. Isn't it astonishing how you can be driving, listening to Cruel Summer, having a great afternoon, and then you get a text from anyone, your sister, your mom, your best friend, your boyfriend, your teacher from first grade. Yeah. And they say something that you just didn't receive the way that they meant. And all of a sudden you're flushed. You're sweating. The music is being turned down. You've lost your appetite. I mean, it's like, yeah, what on earth? And I'm sure that those little moments absolutely make Satan Irish step dance, like just thrilled (laughs) because we have lost control of our will in that moment. Once that moment happens, all bets are off. Your day, right. it, depending on the level here, you're looking at a rom-com and wings yeah. by yourself in bed kind of <laughs> evening at a moment's notice. When before that, you were going to go to Pure Bar. You yeah. were going to go work out. You were going to go have a cute girl salad afterwards. You were going to yeah. better yourself. You were going to meet up for a late night marg with some friends. But nope, Mrs. Webb texted you, you, texted you the wrong way. <laughs> and now... The evening has been completely thrown. And Satan is delighting in that. And I just really want to address that for all you girlies out there, because let's be real about it. Men don't do this that much. They don't do this that much. No. Megan, do you want to bring some proof to that matter with your husband? Let's bring some let's yeah. bring some scenarios in where you overthought and Jake didn't think. I mean, literally <laughs> I I don't. I cannot come up with a specific example right now. I that feel I like can it's share. as little as like it even is, like the way that you cook dinner, or I don't does, even know. Like, no, he just doesn't overthink. Ever. When it when it comes to like social interactions, he's just yeah. like that. I present to him where I'm like, okay, this person hasn't texted me back. I know that they hate me. He's like, right. is there any possibility that they just forgot? And I'm like, right, absolutely not. <laughs> He's like, I couldn't be more wrong. (laughs) He's just like, I think there's a pretty good chance that they forgot. I I don't know. It's so like his. Yeah, it is so funny. He's just so just like, it's not that big of a deal. Why are you making that such a big deal? And I'm like, well, of course, I can't help it. I can't like I can't help it. But I will say that 
like this is kind of something I was thinking about when I bring something to him or I have gone off the deep end, I'm anxious, I've made up a situation and I just present that to him, usually saying it out loud, I realize how ridiculous I'm being. And if that didn't work, he is able to speak truth because he's outside of the situation. Yeah. And can just like let me know that that's not real. Similarly, like with the example from earlier, it's like that's what I was you just say. letting me know, like, hey, this is what I'm. Thinking it's just right bringing now. it to the real? light. Exactly. It's just bringing it to the light. It's the same concept as all of those deepest, darkest secrets that you don't want to share, or all of those sins that you've been holding away. When you bring them to the confessional, or you bring them to spiritual direction, or to a best friend, or whatever you want, yeah, like. The second that they are spoken, it makes no sense. It always goes back to this one time I was listening to this podcast that scared the living daylights out of me. And I don't remember the name of the guy. I think it was like, I don't remember. It's the guy that I've told, I think I've told you about this, Megan. He yes. oh, was a like top about. wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not Draco Malfoy. It's an actual wizard. It's serious dark magic yeah, stuff. Yeah, like dark magic stuff. Yes. He was a part of a cult satanic worship all of that and it was just really dark and evil and he yeah. shared how he would work with I think that there were like there's like a history of people like that in his field working with pop artists and how a lot of the songs that are on the radio that were like top chart hits actually made no sense because long story short this guy ended up converting to catholicism and now he's an advocate against abortion and how abortion is an act of satan and it's just like this really crazy story it's like it's not stephen king but it's something king i need to look it up yeah anyway he was talking about that and i was just thinking about how there's so many songs like i think he brought up the spice girls song of wannabe and how it's like Zig a zig ah, like it doesn't. The words make no sense, right. right? But they're just these like melodies that are so addicting and enticing that you just play it yeah. over and over and over again. And yeah. how so many pop artists do this. And I was just like, I always think about that when I think about how crazy it is that when you bring up a scenario that's in your head that's making you spin round and round and round, when you say it out loud, the spinning stops, and it doesn't. It, you realize how stupid it is. You realize yeah. how. I don't want to say stupid because that's harsh and what you're experiencing is not stupid, but how like you have to recognize it doesn't make sense. Just like these songs don't make sense. Like when you really lay it out, you're like, these things do not add up. Two plus two does not equal four right now. Yeah, exactly. And I always, that's like my rule of thumb of like, huh, if this doesn't make sense, it's probably not of God. Therefore, I'm going to fight as a baptized daughter to push that away because that doesn't exist. That is not real. That is fake. And it's like really wild. That goes back to what I said earlier of being where your feet are and not where your mind is. I was like sitting in the chapel the other day earlier this week and I was writing about reality and I was just like thinking about how completely and totally normal it is for everyone to not be where their feet are, but where their mind is almost Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, while we record podcasts, how often I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat afterwards as I'm also recording the podcast. Like, I'm not just here. Like, we always kind of have this split brain and being fully present is such a saintly act Mm. to do. Like, it's actually very, very difficult to be fully present in the moment, not thinking about anything else. 
it's crazy how difficult it is. And I've really been praying with that recently of like, okay, how can I just be here, Lord? Because if I'm not, I'm literally talking to God about why am I not here? And then I'm still not here. Like, it's like, it's truly a constant loop. And I think that fighting to live in the present is one of the most virtuous requests that we can have in prayer. Because when you're just in the present, Jesus can freaking go off, sis. Like, it is unbelievable. He can be unmatched always. But when you're present and your willpower is present... Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like all bets are off. Like you're yeah. on, you're in route to heaven and that is exciting work to be a part of with the Lord. And I just like have really been so convicted of that lately and how much Jesus just wants you to be in the present, to not worry at all about what is coming next, to not worry about how a situation is going to go, how a situation is going to end, who hates you, who likes you, what you're going to wear, if you're going to be thin enough for that wedding in six months, what your hair is going to look like before you get your hair done in October because your grays are already starting to show up. Mm -hmm. Like we spend so much time every single day worrying about the next thing that genuinely life just gets, like, just flies by. And it makes me so sad to think about being a really old woman someday and looking back and thinking how much time I was just worrying about the next thing. Yeah. that That's not the way to live. Jesus wants that to not be a part of your life at all. Like, he wants nothing of the sort. That's why he says, have no anxiety about anything. Because when we're anxious about everything, then we're not just there with him. We're not in the moment looking at, okay, Jesus, wow, thank you for these clothes that I'm wearing right now. I can't believe I could afford this. Thank you for this laptop that gives me the resources to create this podcast. Thank you for Megan. Like you have so much to be grateful for when you're just in the present. And literally I can smell my roommates cooking dinner downstairs and I'm thinking, what pasta can I whip up later tonight? (laughs) And can't wait for my bath later as I am doing this. Like that is crazy. Our brains can do way too much. Way, way, way too much. Yeah. I think too, it's like we can't receive anything in the past and we can't receive Mm-mm. anything in the future like the lord can only give us gifts right now in this present moment and that's exactly what they say yeah it's just like how that's sad. why they call it the present that's right i forgot about that <laughs> that's right you can only receive presents that's in the right. present people correct so yeah i don't know it's just like it's so sad to think like the Lord wants to give you something, but you are thinking about the next thing. And he's like, what about yep. this moment right now? And I want to give you something right now, but you aren't even looking at me and your arms are not open. Your hands are not open. Mm-mm. They're closed because they're like extending yep. to the future of that thing mm-hmm. you want so bad to happen right now. Yep. But it's like, this is the thing that I want to happen right now. Not that thing. And I, I think that brings us also back to the patience thing of just like, you have to, like patience is so difficult and it's like another word for patience is long suffering and it's so true, Mm. but it's like you, yeah, it's like if you aren't patient for the gift and you're just like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's just like, by the time he's like, okay, here, it's like so less special. Correct. And when you're like so anxious, I'm just like, I need that gift in my hand right now. Like, yeah, I feel like vocation is just an easy one to like, 
look at if you're single, dying for your yeah. vocation. Totally. And it's just like, first of all, like we all know the thing of like, he is doing so many wonderful things in your life leading up to your vocation. And if you are just focused on like, I want to be married this second. Right. You just won't, you just won't receive what he wants. Like all the things, like there's so many gifts he can give Correct. you before it's literally your vocation yeah yes megan all i'm thinking about right now i love all of these childhood mems jesus is bringing yeah, up yeah tell me all i'm thinking about is the year i got my iphone my goodness oh, yeah? that's all i could think about i was obsessed i would yeah. constantly it was for christmas i got i got it for christmas and it was all i could think about i remember going to my parents and being a little crap i want to say the other word yeah and being like you guys got me an iPhone, right? Or, okay, but, like, did you get the blah, blah, blah? And did yeah. you guys get me that case? And then just constantly being like, oh, my gosh. Like, do yeah. you even want Christmas to come? My goodness. Right. And then we get there, and I'm looking. I'm, I remember that Christmas. I don't remember any gift that I opened before I got my iPhone. All I wanted was oh, my wow. iPhone. Yeah. I was looking I was looking through every single gift and opening every gift and so excited but like, oh thanks, thank you so much. Next. Like looking, 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 looking. And I had all of these abundant blessings. And then my mom played a joke on me and wrapped a bunch of gift boxes that looked like an iPhone box. And oh, then it no. had <laughs> clues number one, number two. It had different oh, clues wow. on a scavenger hunt around the house. Oh my god. <laughs> where I could find it. She hid it in the piano bench Brilliant. in my house. Brilliant. Across the room. My sister's on the other hand, not a scavenger hunt. I don't yeah. think. She's probably gonna hear this and be like, Yes it was I don't remember that. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't because she didn't really care that much about getting an iPhone, but that's all I wanted. It's yeah. all I could think about because then I could text my boyfriend and then I could use emojis. Remember when emojis were oh, literally yes. everything? <laughs> yeah. And it's all I could think about was getting an iPhone. That was my whole life. And then I got it. And I remember being like, this is exciting, but yeah, cool. It's here. Right. Now what do I live for? You know, like my whole purpose yeah. in life was getting an iPhone and then I got an iPhone and I literally remember being like, huh, okay. Yeah. Kind of disappointing. So, right. You know? Yeah. And it was just, I mean, that, do you want that to be the way that your vocation is? Do you want to constantly be the psychopath, annoying little piece of crap that I was that was like, are you getting me my vocation? Are you getting me my vocation? And did you throw in good hair? And did you throw in good style? And did you throw in a slim waist? Blah, 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 blah. Like, that's so annoying. God is way more patient than Cindy and Dennis, but my stars, yeah. they should have been like, no, you're not getting an iPhone. <laughs> it's like so annoying. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And well, I really and feel it, like that that's how we are. No, and it makes it so much less fun. Like if you could imagine like six months prior, you weren't even thinking about getting an iPhone for Christmas no. yet. If they no. had like handed you an iPhone in that moment, it just like you would have been like, oh cried. my gosh, it would have been the most exciting <laughs> thing ever. And I would have like been like, I cannot believe this. No, I know. It's like you'd be so grateful because you weren't like pestering for months and months and months. And no. then you wouldn't have had that downfall of like, now what do I live for? Because you were obsessing over this thing. And it's right. like, if you were just, if you were just present that whole time and Christmas came and they got you an iPhone, yes. it'd be the best thing ever. Yes. You could just receive yes. the gift with so much more gratitude and joy right. and excitement. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then you're that's living also in reality. When, exactly, and that's also when comparison comes in because I remember my sister not caring as much about having an iPhone, and when she got it, it was like this full discovery. Like, she was totally unaware of all the things that an iPhone yeah. could do. This was like when iPhones had just started to come out. This was like from NV Touch to iPhone. Like, it got was it. a big deal for America. yeah. yeah. And she didn't know a lot of the features, and I remember her looking at it and just being in this, like, Marvel state of, like, oh, my gosh, and it does that? Wait, what happens if I do this? And I'm just teaching her everything. And who had more fun in that moment? The receiver or the teacher? Like, she did. She had way more fun because I already knew everything that I was getting because I I hyper fixated on it. I was obsessed with it. I literally was like, and then I can do this and this and this and this. And I knew how to use the entire device before I even touched it. And that was a big deal because iPhones were totally a whole new world, like I said. Yeah. And I remember my sister just being in this place of like excitement and awe. And she didn't have an addiction to it right away. Like she would forget it at home. And it was just kind of this like. This ad- this addition to her life that was kind of fun and exciting, and she just got to receive it. And that was it. And it was simple. And then I hated myself because I was like, <laughs> she had so much more fun with the gift that I wanted more. Yeah. And wow. how often do we do that with the home slice that got married at 21? Whoops, surprise, happily ever after. You get so mad because they just got to receive it. And you already yeah. wrote down everything that you want your husband to be, and you still <laughs> haven't got it. Yeah. Who's the cooler character in the movie here? (laughs) Not you. (laughs) You're the loser. Congrats. (laughs) Okay, you're not a loser. No, you're not a loser. You're fine. (laughs) Yeah. And I think you're not a loser. Yeah, I feel like it's tough because it's like, yeah, we can address that this is an issue, but it's like, okay, how. What are your tips and tricks for actually living in reality, yeah. being present in the present yeah. moment, not making up scenarios in your head? Do you no, have seriously. any tips and okay. tricks, Courtney? I do. I actually, I really do. Okay, I really, really do. And it's all with the power of saying things out loud. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's not in the moment. You can't always call your bestie or call your spouse yeah. or call whoever and tell them, Hey, I'm believing this lie and this is where I'm like, this is what I think and blah, blah, blah. Like you can't always do that right away. And so I really think that there is so much power in out loud saying, Jesus, is this reality? Yeah. And every time I've done that, even if it's just a whisper. (laughs) Yes. He goes, nope. And we move on. Like, he is there already. You don't have to do a big, fat, come Holy Spirit. There's beauty in that, obviously. Yeah. But in those moments, when you are being a little cute psycho, and you're thinking (laughs) through everything that could go wrong, you're on the plane at the Denver airport, and you're thinking about how terrifying it would be if it just stopped. (laughs) That's not reality. Right. In the moment, or if you're on a plane and there's bad turbulence, like genuinely whispering to yourself, Jesus, is this reality? Yeah. Like every time I've done that, he has said no. And then I just am like, okay, great. Let's like help me to be in reality or help me to be where my feet are and not where my mind is because my feet literally are in this moment. You're not going anywhere without your feet, you guys. You're going a lot of places without your mind. And so thinking about, Jesus, where are my feet? Yeah. And just say it out loud. And it sounds silly, but genuinely saying, Jesus, where are my feet? Looking at your feet, 
recognizing the reality that you're around. Touch it, feel it, scratch it, smell it. Yeah. And saying, Jesus, make me here, not where my mind is. You know where my mind is. I don't want to be there. Make me where my feet are. And you're probably going to have to repeat it a few times. But I yeah. found that if I really, really, in my willpower, say those words, especially out loud, you can't always do that. Don't be weird. Yeah. But if you really fight to say it out loud, you're going to be fine. Like, reality will come because he is the king of reality. And yeah. he wants you to have it. Like, that is a simple request that I don't know why he would ever not give that to you in the moment. Right. Yeah. Ever. You're not going to well, be able to say, Jesus, is this the love of my life? He's not going to go, no, in that moment. I right. mean, he might. He might. He might. Sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> but, like, if you're comparing it, I don't want you guys to put that type of a question in the same box as, is this reality? Because yeah, he wants, he wants to answer that question right then and there. And that's just something that I have come to recognize and really believe. And it's like the power of our words are very, very serious, especially I've learned in therapy for me, words mean a lot. Yeah. Newsflash. And so I think that for me, especially, that's why that is so powerful for me to really fight to live in reality. But do you have any tips, Megan? You were kind of implying well, that you did not. But if you well, don't, if you do, share no, with the I mean, I kind of already shared of just like discussing it with someone you trust. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Yeah, like sometimes I feel like I'll like just emotionally spiral in the evenings sometimes. Right. I think sure. especially postpartum. Yeah. I would not say I had postpartum depression by any means, but right. I know some women I just feel like I dealt with this for a little while where it'd be like at nighttime when I was trying to go to sleep, I just feel like my brain would spiral in yeah, these I really weird you talking about that. ways. Yeah, yeah I kinda yeah. forgot about it. But I just remember being like, Okay, I just need Jake to come in here. And, like, tell me that none of this is true. And, like, just saying the things out loud were just so helpful. And I don't know. It's just, like, he was just able to be, like, nope, that's not real. That's not what's happening. You're fine. Like, and and afterward, I would just feel, like, so much better after just speaking about these things to someone I trust and love. And I think that sometimes it can be so scary to do that, though, because you're, like, right. Because it's like deep down, you know, it's crazy. And you're like, if I say these words out loud, someone's going to think I'm insane. So I think finding those people that you do trust to say these things is just super, it's just super helpful. And it it brings you back to reality. It really, it can really help. And to never, to never go into situations like that where you want to bring something up because you're trying to manipulate or get a certain answer that's going to give you peace like you I don't know how to explain that but like when you're when you're going into a scenario where you want to bring something up like you don't want to go about it with Jake where like you really want him to say this one thing because that will give you peace and you're going to ask the question so that he says that thing so that you have peace that's not relying on the Lord you need to be going into the situation expressing the full honesty to your husband I'm saying this like I'm married, yes. but like no, no, no. in yeah. any scenario the, yes. with the best friend, whoever, yeah, you you express the full honesty and bring it to the light because you trust them, and then like that is that is the act of surrendering it and still yeah. leaning on the Lord as your savior, not as the other person as your savior. Of oh, they're not upset with me now. I can have peace now. Right. I can do whatever. Right? Like you don't want to get that twisted because it is a fine line sometimes of like. 
we can so easily manipulate. I can so easily come yeah. up with a way that I want to ask you a question, Megan, so that you say the thing that's going to make me feel better. Right. right. And that's not full honesty. Like, it's just manipulation, and that's going to just lead to further anxiety in the end, you know? Truly. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a, really a that's a, that's something to pray with, for sure. But... Yeah. 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 Bringing I think it it's the more, light in the most honest way is always the way to go. Yeah. And I think having a really humble um, disposition totally. when you do these things can really help with that. I've just like, it's really hard to ask for help. And I feel like the, those are the moments where you're like, I'm asking someone for help because I need yeah. help right now. And it can right. be something very silly and stupid and that's okay. And you can that's still okay. need help with that. Like that's humility. Yeah. That's, that's allowing someone to love you and to be there for yep. you. And that's a good yep. thing. It's okay. It's okay to be humbled, you know? Yeah. Exactly. As Kendrick Lamar said once, be humble, sit down. That's, that's <laughs> correct. I mean, the wisest words. My goodness. Poetry. Be humble. <laughs> sit down. I mean, what a guy. What a guy. What a song. Yeah. Well, I feel like that wraps this sandwich, this Caesar chicken wrap pretty well. Wrap it you know? up. Yeah. Wrap it up. Take it Send it go. off. Absolutely. Side of chips. Because that was pretty good, Megan. I mean, virtual I, high five. Yeah. I think absolutely. that was a, I think that was a slam dunk. And if you disagree, bear don't with tell us. us. No, I'm <laughs> we don't want to hear that comment. <laughs> no, we don't. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I feel well, like guys, this is really important and I'm really glad that we talked about it. Me even too. if we didn't even have this podcast because yeah, yeah it's, just it's just like we don't need to anticipate doom we don't need to anticipate horrible things happening it's just like no. how about we just it, it's like anticipating those things if they're gonna happen they're gonna happen anticipating yes. it is only making your whole life up until that moment horrible and then when the doom comes that is also horrible so it's like how about we just enjoy this moment right now and then deal with it when you have to deal with it you know exactly so i needed that. what if what if what a concept yeah. seriously mm. and what i was gonna say is you guys in a couple weeks we've got some big fat good stuff coming oh, and i'm just really yeah. thrilled about it megan and i are we're having meetings we're touching base we're yeah. circling back and it is just <laughs> thrilling honestly i'm not i'm yeah. being funny about it but we have some really good stuff we've coming working and so our butts off it's gonna if be you guys could just fun. pray for us and jump yeah. up and down when it happens, that would be so appreciated, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And if you want to know the secrets, you can pay for it and go to Patreon. There are, yeah, we have revealed <laughs> secrets on Patreon. This is true. We have, we have, yeah. we have. Not but everything, I think, but large No, chunks. I think we only have, after this, two episodes left of this Correct. season. Correct. And then we take a week off. And then yeah, we, we have season three starting in October, yeah, we people. Do. And it's gonna be different in a it's gonna be big way. Different. <laughs> Things it's gonna are be changing a little. <laughs> different. I think the word that comes to mind. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Yeah. Pull up in to the, the best scene way. with my seal and missing. <laughs> High school Courtney loved that song. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Of course, you know that song. I, I believe it. I I think I do. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. No, nothing. I don't know who sings it. I don't know. Someone like Lil something. Okay. Lil well, Yachty. Lil something or other. Lil. 
Little nothing. Anyway, daily nothing. Little daily nothing. Anyway, you guys are the best. Spread the word. Spread the love. Spread the goodness. Spread the spread the butter. Um, and on that note, I'm gonna go make the pasta that I've been fantasizing about for the last hour. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy, and I'm gonna go to bed. So yeah, you are. So cheers, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy whatever day you're listening to this. We love mm-hmm. you guys. Peace yes. out. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.